0: Welcome into the Authorcast. Thank you for joining me. My name is Austin Simmons. If you listen to our season preview, you know we're switching things up a little bit for this season of the show. If you didn't, now you do. And maybe go back and check out that preview. Switching things up not just with a new host and myself. Shout out Parker Hendricks. But for the next month or so, we're going to be taking a look at the newest addition to Georgia World Congress Center Authority's championship campus, Signia by Hilton, Atlanta, from the history to the food to even some attractions around that you need to check out. A lot of thought went into this project, as I'm sure you can imagine, the hotel project, that is. In our season preview, we went through some of the history of our campus, so I won't go through all that right now, but GWCCA has been around since 1971, Georgia World Congress Center Building A since 1976, and the campus is over 220 acres and includes GWCC, Centennial Olympic Park, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and of course now Signia by Hilton Atlanta, which is what we'll be talking about. If you look around Atlanta, there's a lot of development going on, and especially here on GWCCA's campus. And the West Side. So today, we're going to dive into a little backstory on this new hotel. We'll hear from a few folks who've been around for a little while and can speak to the Signia by Hilton Atlanta's addition to the campus, as well as how the hotel isn't just for Atlanta, but for the whole state of Georgia, and how it pays homage to our state in many ways. We'll start off with a conversation I had recently with GWCCA Chief Administrative Officer Jen Lamaster. First off, Jen, thanks for coming on. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, it's abso- really exciting. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you've been here in Atlanta for a minute. Um, what what makes this hotel special? Why why was this kind of needed here, if that makes sense?
1: Well, I've been in Atlanta for 17 years, a little longer than a minute. And during that time, um, it's I can tell you for the entire time that I've been here with the authority, a discussion about a headquarters hotel has been on the table. Uh, It really was about what was the right location and what were the opportunities in terms of size and ownership structure and all of that. But definitely has been talked about throughout uh, my time here. I think that the hotel really represents a couple of things. One is it's going to reinvigorate Um, the west side of our campus Um, the east side is already very active with Marietta Street and Centennial Olympic Park and what we've been able to do with Centennial Olympic Park over the past 25 years is really develop everything that was around the campus right that the park has generated 2.7 billion dollars in private development we are really hoping that this hotel will do the same thing for the west side of our campus which is encourage and spur new development opportunities not only along north side drive corridor but across north side drive
0: awesome yeah and you mentioned you know it's been something that's been talked about right. for a while i um, kind of if you can just let us in on a little bit about what kind of went into that discussion of adding a hotel
1: well, like I said, a big part of it was where does it go? The original master plan envisioned that when the dome was um, taken down and Mercedes Benz was active, that it would tuck nicely in next to Building B with a front door on Andrew Young International facing um, what is currently downtown. That would be the sort of arrival. So the arrival to the front of Building B would be the same to the arrival of the hotel, um, but in sort of Going through the architectural process, we realized that we would be developing really with the thought of continuing to push that energy towards downtown versus how do we open our campus as a gateway for development across um, the west side of Atlanta as well. And so the idea to spin the hotel around on its axis to face Northside Drive, to have a Northside Drive act address was a strategic one to do exactly what I said before, which was to spur additional development and to invigorate those buildings that are, or you know, meeting spaces that are less utilized on the campus.
0: Awesome. And you mentioned, uh, you know, kind of facing the west side of campus and everything like that. I've heard people say that downtown is shifting west. Absolutely. Um, And I know I've heard you say that before, too. Right. What what does that mean? What do you, uh, you know, why is that important, I guess, for the city?
1: Well, I think over the last 10 years in particular, when you look at all of the attractions and activities that have sort of planted around the campus with starting with the football hall of fame certainly the georgia aquarium was there the world of coca-cola the national center for civil and human rights atlanta was building quite an unbelievable destination right around championship campus so this sort of west side movement as we refer to shifting west um was already happening when because when you think about Well, what is downtown? Downtown in any city in America is where people gather. And historically in Atlanta, people maybe thought of downtown Atlanta to be Peachtree Street, because that's where the hotels were, that's where retail establishments were, that's where a lot of marquee restaurants were. And again, I keep saying in past tense were, it wasn't so much just our development pushing it west, it was other businesses really phasing out. And the spotlight really following championship campus as as we sort of drew the people further and further west. And so when you think about, again, what is downtown, downtown is where people gather. There's really no doubt in my mind and no convincing me that downtown Atlanta isn't championship campus. I mean, that is downtown Atlanta.
0: I might be stretching a little bit, but in connecting campus, connecting to the history of campus, sure. maybe reusing some of the pilings from the Georgia Dome, I mean, that yeah. that process seemed pretty cool um, yeah. with the way it was laid out and yeah. everything, but kind of how does that, you know, just connecting back to, I mean, something not distant history, but you know what I mean? Being able to reuse things that were already in the ground from the Georgia Dome and kind of, you know, reconnect to that that little bit of history there. Well,
1: you're speaking to my heart because I started my career at the Georgia Dome here in Atlanta, and the Georgia Dome will always have a very special place in my heart, but not because the building, but because of the people that I worked with and the great memories that I made with my colleagues doing really impossible things that, at the time, nobody in the country was hosting three consecutive, you know, major national sporting events on back-to-back-to-back years. And um, we were we were doing that on a consistent basis, and that really was the legacy. And part of that is how do you operationalize your building to accommodate doing that business in consecutive um, years? And so I was really proud of what we had accomplished during that time. But I always think about that it wasn't the building. It was the people in it and the people were the foundation of this great service culture, this great um, community-based atmosphere, like when I came into the organization, people called each other family members, it was so weird to me that it was like, well, are we a team, are we a family? And I'm like, is this a real question? But it was something that was joked about because they really did feel like a family and that you didn't have to be there very long until you felt like you were in the family. So the idea that the hotel is literally built on the bones in the back of the Georgia Dome, I think is just such a tremendous legacy because I think about everything the Georgia Dome gave the community. And I think the biggest gift they gave the community was they created leaders that have gone out and led other pieces of our operation, other pieces of other people's operation. There was just tremendous leadership that started with empathy and compassion for the customer and for um our uh, attendees and i just think what an amazing legacy that this hospitality brand gets to inherit which is the foundation of um, radical hospitality and that was the georgia dome's legacy radical hospitality
0: Jen talked about the legacy that Signia gets to inherit here on championship campus, and they will carry that torch well. I spoke with Signia by Hilton Atlanta general manager Terry Augusta about how the hotel is inspired by the city and state and how it represents our area's history. Can you share some of the philosophy behind Signia by Hilton Atlanta's efforts to pay homage to the city of Atlanta and really, I guess, the state of Georgia kind of as a whole?
2: I mean, we did it very clearly through the naming. Um, When you go to our meeting space in our ballroom, the Triumph Ballroom, the Triumph March uh, that Martin Luther King did, the Peace Ballroom reflecting Jimmy Carter and the Peace Prize he won in Oslo, the Magnificent Meeting Rooms reflecting the Olympics and the Magnificent Seven. And that won uh, the gymnastics gold. Um, then we get into the restaurants, The Nest, obviously homage to the Falcons and the Hawks, our sports teams. Homespun, very simply, uh, there's a thread and a needle that goes through the logo, which signifies um, the folk art, which signifies the quilting that's so indigenous of Georgia and itself. Capolinia is Italian for Terminus, which was the original name of Atlanta. Uh, so every space, uh, the Marketplace, Friendship Marketplace, is named after the French Church, which is the oldest African-American church uh, in Atlanta. So every piece that has been named in the hotel has a story.
0: And is that cool to kind of put that together and, and be a part of something to really pay homage to it's where you're cool. at?
2: It's cool, yeah, because we're educating the guests. They're learning more about the city. They're going, aha, I didn't know they were from there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that makes this so important. And, and everybody we've shared that with is just so impressed at our attention to detail.
0: And you're educating me, too. <laughs> Good. <ahead>. Good. <laughs> what uh, What are some of the unique aspects of Atlanta's culture and history that kind of been incorporated into the design, and I guess just the general ambiance of Signia?
2: You know, Atlanta is probably one of the most diverse cities in the world, right? Everywhere Mm -hmm. from people from all over, uh, people accepting nationalities, people working together, people partying together. So it's a very diverse in everything we represent uh, with Signia, uh, through the food, through the service, whether you want the one-on-one touch or through technology. Um, I think that's really what people are looking for. When people come to a hotel, and these are really the two most important pillars I feel uh, in this hotel is the food and beverage. And the second one is technology. People want their technology to work. All of our sleeping rooms have capability of over 20 devices. You know, if you have four people in a room, everybody has five devices now. So, um, you know, we really want the highest level of technology and we want the most delicious food.
0: And I don't know if it's something that I've noticed, it's always been around, or I've noticed it more now, but it seems like when people are traveling, they kind of want to experience that local flavor of where they're at, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Really know, really fe- know where they are and feel like they've been there. So how do you create that authentic experience throughout guest stay?
2: You know, when you travel and you talk to especially like road warriors who travel all the time for business, they're like, I don't even know what city I'm in, mm-hmm. right? And um, or if you travel, who people really experience the city, um, and they experience it through food. They really do. I'm going to go back to food is really where people can differentiate where they are, where they can taste the flavors, where they can be reminded that their ancestors came from, where they can get that familiar flavor that they hadn't had before, and they can only get in Georgia. So definitely. And then I think particularly here, the music. We have some music that's very special to Atlanta, and it's not just hip-hop. It's R&B, and many artists who have come from this area that were super excited to celebrate and will celebrate um so i think particularly in this hotel uh, those will be two very uh very tactical uh realizations of that
0: and what role will Signia play in promoting local businesses, artisans, culinary, culinary traditions, and things like that?
2: Um, from day one, we've been involved with many small businesses, EBO and SBO, uh, and we've been working with them to get certified with the state of, uh, with the city of Atlanta, and we're using them in this project. Uh, whether it's a printer or a florist or a laundry or our food items. Uh, we are lo- using local people, particularly small business, in this project. So that's fun.
0: And what impact do you think that paying homage to Atlanta will have on guests and even just the broader community you know, that people are seeing whenever they're out and about? And why is that important in today's hospitality industry?
2: Well, it starts with the team member. So the team member is going to be super. First of all, they're super grateful uh, that they have a job at this hotel, and they're grateful um, for us working and training and giving purpose through career, right? Mm-hmm. And then that gratitude evolves to pride. And when the team member has is grateful and is prideful, that the guest sees it. And then the guest becomes excited because they see happy team members. They see team members representing Atlanta. They see them being proud of their city. And then they become proud to spend money there and give back.
0: exciting stuff and if you haven't seen it yet you really need to check it out now getting to the history of the project and kind of more the nuts and bolts of Signia by Hilton Atlanta and GWCCA's campus I wanted to hear from someone who's seen this campus grow over the past 40 to 50 years apologies for aging you a bit there Ken I sat down with GWCCA team member Ken Stockdale who's been with Georgia World Congress Center Authority for four years but he's been around this campus and its development for a little bit longer than that And now joining us, we've got the Director of Program and Project Management, Ken Stockdale. Ken, thank you for joining us to talk for a few minutes about the new Signia by Hilton Atlanta. My pleasure. Yeah, so you've been with uh, GWCCA for about four years now, but you've been in the area for a little bit longer. You've seen some of the growth on campus. I mean, tell me a little bit about
3: yeah. that. Yeah, so as a young uh, a young intern architect uh, finishing my degree at Georgia Tech uh, in 1983, uh, my first job was with... Uh, TVS, which was Thompson Venchel at Steinbeck at the time. and our office was in the North Tower of the CNN Center and the project that I was assigned to was phase two of the Georgia World Congress Center, which was late in its construction. Um, so part of my job was to walk through that site every day. so uh, it's, it's familiar ground for me. And then I, I was at TVS for a long time, so uh, saw all all of the subsequent phases. so phase three and phase four. Uh, the Georgia Dome, um, I was part of the project that uh, expanded the red deck and added the plaza on top um, during that period. So I've I've seen this campus grow over 40 years um, uh, in my career.
0: So, I mean, that's got to be kind of cool to see it, I guess, sprout
3: yeah. up. You know, I'm new to the area, so it's yeah. been...
0: Ever since I moved here, it's been mm-hmm. here, but kind right. of seeing that grow and just, yep. I guess, the connectedness of everything. Yep. I mean, how cool is that?
3: Yeah, it, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And, and if, you know, even though I wasn't necessarily directly involved in all the projects that happened over here, sure. they were going on. And you know, my career has been spent in doing convention center design generally. So being able to see how this facility's has grown while the, as it fitted into the whole industry um, has been a lot of fun.
0: And, you know, obviously with the Signia by Hilton Atlanta, there's, you know, something, a new addition. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what all kind of have you been here to be a part of just the different additions and kind of the different things connecting the campus? Yeah,
3: like, like I said, from phase two really to today. Um, uh, so that would be the the southern part of B building uh, in today's nomenclature. So it, it's and, and really watch the whole community around this area develop Um uh, you know the Omni Arena was there at the time. It's been replaced by a State Farm Arena. Um, the uh, the North Tower of the Omni Hotel was added during that period of time. Um, Centennial Olympic Park was part of that development. Um, that was a pretty tough area before the Olympics mm-hmm. p- made that park uh, happen. Um, so it, it the city of and uh, you know I've been in Atlanta even longer than that because uh, I started at Georgia Tech and. 77. So I've watched a lot of things grow here in downtown.
0: And I know you've been able to travel to different uh, convention centers, different areas around the country. I mean, just Mm -hmm. how does this campus compare with the connectivity and, you know, just, I mean, the, billions of square feet, not billions, you know, yeah. just to, to fact check. but you know, Only just four all, million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the square footage and just yeah. everything in the building and just yeah. all the different things on campus that you can enjoy. Yeah, well, you know, as
3: a location, uh, the, the Georgia World Congress Center probably doesn't have too many peers, um, it, you know, and I think we would like to say, of course, that we're, we're the best. Uh, but the unique combination of, of venues that we have, our proximity to the hotels in downtown Atlanta, uh, almost, almost nobody else has that kind of, that kind of uh, relationship to all those amenities and with the new development that's going on to our south um, with some uh, entertainment uh, venues as part of that plan um, it's getting better uh, and then of course the addition of the hotel uh, I don't know of another convention center that has a directly connected thousand room hotel I may be missing one but I, I'm not aware of one Um, so it's and then another large headquarters hotel in the Omni on the other end so it's it's really nice Houston probably is the closest and their hotels I don't think are as big as ours so um, but uh, it's it's an offering to our customers that that I don't think really anybody can match sure
0: yeah and being in Atlanta since 77 I mean seeing uh, I know Jen Lamaster likes to say, um, downtown is shifting west. Yeah. I mean, what's it That's like right. seeing, you mentioned the development on the south side of campus, yep. um, you know, us kind of pushing west. I mean, just what's it like seeing that yeah. over, all, over it's, all the years?
3: It's, it's, been, it's been great and, and not surprising, honestly. It, it's, you know, it's easier given where the location of the freeways are, the downtown connector, for example. That's a barrier to development east. Uh, from the core of downtown. So moving west is the natural place to go. It's one of the reasons why we're engaged in our uh, master planning effort right now, is trying to think f- in the future what's going to happen to our west uh, along the Northside Drive corridor, um, along Ivan Allen going east west, and uh, to our south along Mitchell Street, uh, you know, um, with the generically called Gulch Development, that's going to happen. Um, we want to be at the front end of that and, and anticipate what could happen over there so that uh, we can continue to improve the campus, uh, enhance our relationship with the neighborhoods to the west, um, uh, you know, do all we can to, to be a part of, but also encourage the right kind of development to happen in, in that direction. Um, so that it benefits us, it benefits the community, it benefits the state of Georgia, um, you know, bringing that kind of fulfilling our economic development mission as an organization. So uh, that's an important part of why we're engaged in that conversation right now. So we have the hotel, so now what's next, right? Exactly. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, not just new development. I don't know what the word would be, but, you know, the Georgia Dome, the hotel sitting on the old side of the Georgia mm-hmm. Dome. And I know some of the foundational elements, mm-hmm. I'm not An architect. I don't know what that's called, but you know, being able to kind of reuse some of that some of that area is is pretty special, right? Sure. And
3: it's a challenge, and had created some difficulties for us in the construction. Obviously, Um, this is a an old part of Atlanta, and there's still um, every time you do a project in a place like this, it's 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 kind of like an archaeological investigation. You you discover things that are not documented. Um, you know, in the case of the, of the Georgia Dome, we knew those foundations were there. So rather than spending extra money to tear them out and re- just put something else back, uh, there were many occasions where we were able to make use of what was there with some remedial work, of course, in some places. But, um, you know, uh, it's the kind of thing that uh, our design team was able to help us economize in on on in those ways and uh, do the analysis that was necessary to confirm that we could do it actually um, so a lot of the the tower part of the hotel sits in that footprint and then of course building the, the podium that contains the Triumph Ballroom and the lobby and all of those things on top of what was our West Plaza um, again was a, another uh, opportunity to make use of existing footprint and existing structures rather than having to tear it all out and rebuild it
0: Yeah, And I I know you've been here about four years, Mm -hmm. um, and this project, I'm sure, has been a lot longer than that in the making with Mm -hmm. everything kind of coming together, but what's it been like from your seat um, to to see this kind of come to life and now it's out of the ground? Yeah,
3: well, and you know, that's that's another part of my personal history. Um, uh, When I was with a second firm uh, back in 2015, I think it was, um, I was part of the interview process when the World Congress Center Authority was was hiring the developer oh, cool. for that. So I was on one of those teams, not not one of the successful one, but um, uh, was brought in by by that team to, to be a part of that interview. So sat in the authority boardroom and um, got to present um, as part of that. And so even though I, at that time I wasn't part of a successful team, it was still exciting to me to see this development Beginning to happen, um, uh, and now to be involved in kind of bringing it home, mm-hmm. um, it, it's been a lot of fun.
0: And I'm sure you've been in and out of the the site as much mm-hmm. as just about anybody, maybe more than anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are some of the impressive things or the things that maybe you kind of looked at? You know, you maybe saw the renderings, and then you yep. saw it in person. You said, yep. "Wow!" Yep. You know.
3: Yep. And the uh, 40,000-square-foot ballroom is a big ballroom, and it's going to be very nice. Um, uh, um, it's the uh, uh, biggest one in the city and, uh, you know, bigger than both of the ones that we have in our building, so it's going to be nice to have that as an asset to, to work mm-hmm. with. Um, the, the look and feel of the hotel is very modern um, and— uh, it, but in it's also kind of a timeless approach to it um, so it, it's gonna it's going to stand the test the the years going forward you know you refresh a hotel every seven to ten years or so but the the basic bones that are there are going to last a long time um, uh, I think the artwork program in in the public spaces especially is is really terrific um, there' uh, when it's when it's all installed you um, it's, it's a nice variety of types of art uh, and different media, different scales, um, a great collection of local artists uh, to kind of represent, uh, as we've tried to do throughout the hotel, kind of be tied to this place. Um, you know, the naming of the, of the places um, mm. has, has been consciously done to, to do that. The dream ballroom, uh, the smaller ballroom uh, to connect us to the civil rights legacy of the area, uh, the Triumph Ballroom to connect to the other end of that story, uh, and uh, you know, the Friendship Market that acknowledges our neighbor, the Friendship Baptist Church that we've had a long-standing relationship with and we're involved with with the stadium construction. All of those things to root the hotel in, in this community, in this place, is really an important thing for us to do and, and makes it special for our guests
0: is it cool to be a part of a project that you know kind of does that and, yeah and gives back a little bit yeah. in a way, i guess
3: well you know, i've always uh, in in my you know cr- previous career um these are uh, convention centers and all of the things that go with them are almost always the biggest thing that a community develops and there's a real responsibility that goes with that to you know it's, it's kind of like a doctor first do no harm right don't mm. don't mess it up um Make it something that the community is going to be proud of and take ownership of because um, the people that come to our building are guests of this community. Um, at one point in time, we, t- we we used to talk about convention centers as the the living room of a city. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're inviting people into your living room to experience what, what you're about into your home, and uh, uh, that's an important part of our role in developing the campus of keeping our building up uh, adding things like the hotel to it um, keeping that in mind because it finally comes down to if if people don't have a good experience with us we've we've not done our job and and that includes the buildings that we provide them to visit in the service we provide all of that Um, so it's all part of the same thing make a great experience for people
0: Well, there you have it, Signia by Hilton Atlanta, falling right in line with the rest of Championship Campus, creating compelling experiences for folks, whether you're just passing through or you're hanging around for a little while, which we really hope you do. Go ahead and like, subscribe, set alerts, or whatever you have to do to get updates or download our episodes on your podcast platforms, because next time out, we'll be talking about the brand. Maybe you didn't know Signia by Hilton is a shiny new brand from the hospitality giant, and the flagship location... Yeah, you guessed it. This one right here. Signia by Hilton Atlanta at Georgia World Congress Center. This has been the AuthorCast, a production of Georgia World Congress Center Authority. Until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks for joining us.